I'm Justin Lesko, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt and former pro MMA fighter. There's more philosophy on Jiu-Jitsu mats than in any Ivy League school in America. This is a quote attributed to Henzo Gracie, and anyone who has trained Jiu-Jitsu for a long time can tell you that there are so many things that you learn on the mat that translate perfectly into your real life. And I'm not talking about defending yourself on the street and techniques transferring from the mat to self-defense. I'm talking about life lessons and things you can take away from training to improve your life. Jiu-Jitsu teaches you way more than arm bars and guard passes, and I'm going to go through five of my favorite Jiu-Jitsu life lessons. A bonus life lesson that you should have already learned from me is that if you look good, you feel good, and if you feel good, your Jiu-Jitsu will be good too. And the best way to look good, feel good, and have good jiu-jitsu is to take 15% off at epicrollbjj.com with the code PODCAST15. Geese, rash guards, t-shirts, shorts, joggers, hats, hoodies, Epicroll has everything you need to look and train your best when you're on the mat and everything you need to look your best off the mat as well. Don't spend more money on gear that wasn't designed specifically for jiu-jitsu. Epic Roll was made by grapplers, for grapplers, and it's the highest quality stuff you can get, but that doesn't mean it's going to break the bank or be overpriced. You can get affordable yet high quality gear at epicrollbjj.com, and you can take a further 15% off with the code PODCAST15. Follow Epic Roll on Instagram at Epic Roll BJJ and make sure to tag them when you're wearing your new Epic Roll stuff. EpicRollBJJ.com, coupon code PODCAST15. Now, let's let Jiu-Jitsu be our life coach. Welcome to That Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. You might think that your black belt instructor is great at Jiu-Jitsu. They probably are. You might think that they have a lot to teach you. They probably do. You might really like them. I hope that you do. You might think they are inherently a good person. You can hope so, but it's very important to remember a black belt in jiu-jitsu is not a black belt in being a good person. I have been very lucky in my jiu-jitsu life to have known and trained with a lot of black belts and to have gotten to know them off the mat as well as on it. And they've all been great people and people I'd be happy to call my friends. But humans have this tendency towards hero worship. We think because someone is accomplished in one area of life, that means that they are overall a good person. And it's just unfortunately not true. How many times have you heard about a celebrity being a jerk to someone and everyone is collectively shocked that the person who plays their favorite character isn't a nice person? There's even a popular adage, don't meet your heroes. Unfortunately, there have been a number of instances in recent memory where black belts in jiu-jitsu have been real scumbags, and it always seems to be a shock to people that someone who is a black belt in jiu-jitsu can behave in that way. Take this lesson from jiu-jitsu. Just because you admire someone's success in one thing does not mean they are immune to criticism or that they are a good person. We've all heard, don't judge a book by its cover. But I think jiu-jitsu really shows you why this is true. Look at a guy like Mikey Musumeci. He looks like an accountant who would be really into the cones of Dunshire. When you train jiu-jitsu, you will see massive heavyweights who are rolling over their shoulders doing barren bolos and 120-pound hipster dorks who are straight-up killers beating everyone. 
When someone walks in the door to train, you literally have no idea how good they will be just based on appearance. You should remember this in the, you know, try to stay alive respect, like in a self-defense situation. You never truly know who the person trying to fight you in public is or what they know or don't know, or I guess what they have on them or don't have on them. But you should also remember this from a human being in society perspective. Just because someone looks one way doesn't mean they are the type of person that you think they are. I like to think that I am a good example of this if people didn't know that my old job used to be getting locked in a cage and trying to murder a stranger with my bare hands. They'd never assume that about me. Hopefully they would just think I'm a nice person and a regular guy who doesn't enjoy trying to strangle his friends in a padded room a few times a week. People who look like killers usually aren't. People who look like nerds are sometimes killers. Unless your name is Gordon Ryan, there is always going to be someone in the world who is better than you at jujitsu. Even Gordon Ryan might have some competition, but I will save that thought for my ADCC preview show, which is coming out soon, so stay tuned for that. But it's not just jujitsu. Literally everything you do, from hobbies to work, there will always be someone who does it better. There's like 8 billion people in the world, which by the way is way too many. Stanford University says we should have about 2 billion people in an ideal world, but back to my point, there are just too many people in the world for you to be the absolute best at any one thing. It just mathematically, it can't make sense. But that doesn't mean you should stop trying or give up and feel bad about the fact that at any time, Gordon Ryan could walk into your academy and demolish you if he so chooses. I mean, that would be pretty cool too though, but it could happen. In fact, I like the idea that you will always be chasing someone. It gives an extra bit of motivation to know that there is someone out there at all times that could beat you. If you can push yourself with this information, it's a good thing. And we've all gone to train and had good sparring rounds and then got absolutely clobbered by the best guy at your school. It's humbling to know that there's always a bigger fish in the pond and all that. But you keep at it. You keep training. You keep trying to improve. What other parts of your life could you apply this same thought process to? Here's a lesson that we all hope that all white belts will learn sooner rather than later. Freaking out and being wild is not an appropriate response to the position you are in. Whether it's something in your real life or you are stuck in bottom side control, spazzing out is not only not helpful, it will make the situation actively worse. In the side control example, you're just gassing yourself out and possibly kneeing and elbowing your opponent in the face, so now you're extra tired and underneath a person you've just made really, really angry. In life, has there ever been an emergent situation that was made better by you freaking out and going ballistic? I will say with confidence that I don't think so. Jiu-Jitsu should teach you to stay calm even in the most awful circumstances. If you can be calm when your professor has your back and is doing their best to choke you, then you can remain calm when you get pulled over and get a speeding ticket. If you can remain calm under the heavyweight's neon belly, then you can remain calm in an emergency. If this section of the life lessons seems like it's new information to you, then you should probably apologize to the rest of your teammates for being a spaz and reassess your approach to rolling. When you first start jiu-jitsu, you suck at it. That's just how it is. If you show me someone who starts jiu-jitsu and doesn't suck at the beginning, well, you're just showing me BJ Penn, but outside of that, everyone is bad at jiu-jitsu on their first day. 
Even when you get smashed over and over and over, you still keep training and it slowly gets better. Surviving gets incrementally easier. Some people can't handle this. Some people's ego is too big to lose every day and they quit jujitsu before it ever gets good and they get better in a way that makes it fun. This is directly comparable to life. Sometimes things suck and they seem like they will always suck, but they get better. They will always get better. You won't always be the one getting smashed. You won't always be the one tapping every 30 seconds. Eventually, you will learn how to survive and you will even start being the one doing some of the smashing. You just have to hang in there and keep powering through and know that eventually it will get better. And you will get better. Sometimes, you're beaten. Sometimes the only thing to do is tap and live to fight another day. Reset, start again with a new approach, hope for a better result. There's a thing called the sunk cost fallacy. Basically, it's the human tendency to follow through on something. If you've invested time or money into it, whether or not the cost outweighs the benefit, like you've already spent money on movie tickets, but the movie is awful. You stay watching though, because it would seem like a waste of money to leave because you already bought the tickets, even though you're not enjoying the movie you paid to see. Sometimes in life, you just need to know when you're beaten and you've gone as far as you can and should just restart. In jiu-jitsu, you might spend three minutes attempting to pass someone's guard. You finally pass, but they end up catching you in a submission. You could think, I spent so long working to get the pass, I can't tap now. But what is the point in that? You need to know when you're beaten sometimes, and that's the beautiful thing about jiu-jitsu. You can show up and train and get tapped a hundred times. Each of those 100 times knowing that if you didn't tap, you'd get seriously hurt or put to sleep. But you can always tap, start over, and try again. Admitting you've been beaten at or by something is fine so long as you regroup, start again, and try to have a better outcome than you did last time. Just don't tap and walk off the mat and out the door because you had a bad round. Jiu-Jitsu teaches us so much more than just grappling, and I hope you enjoyed this look at my favorite life lessons. If you did enjoy this episode, why not do me a huge favor and share it with your friends? ADCC is coming up shortly, so I have a lot of content coming out about that, so please stay tuned. I think your friends would like to listen to all of that content, too. Also, make sure you sign up for the newsletter. I put that link below in the description. You get semi-daily emails from me with quick thoughts and breaking jujitsu news, things I think will help your jujitsu and more. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you in the next one.